there's not right or wrong ways, but there is healthy ways to yeah. grieve. Um, yeah. A good saying is you have to feel to heal. So mm, you even have though to it's, feel to heal. yeah. <laughs> we don't <laughs> like that though. No, no it's hard. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Gnome Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and today we're talking about a little bit of a tough topic. In fact, I wanted to let people know that if for any reason this is a trigger for you, we will be discussing uh, the topic of suicide around the holidays. Please just be warned if that's something that you struggle with. feel freedom. You in no way have to listen to this episode, but I have my friend Casey Waycaser on to talk about struggling at the holidays with grief and just grief in general, what we can do. So let's get started and jump into that interview now. Welcome back to the Gnome Podcast, and I'm so grateful and thankful to introduce to you my friend Casey Waycaser. Casey, welcome to the Gnome Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. You are so kind. Now, we before listener, like be kind to our guests. Like Casey was saying self-described introvert, would you say? Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so she's like rubbing her hands. She's like, okay, but like this is the most loving and giving audience except Ricky. He's just very critical. He's sound engineer. Right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Casey, for guests and my friends who don't know you, can you tell them 30 seconds of who you are? Uh, yeah, so I'm Casey. Um, I was born and raised in Plant City, Florida. Um, I live and work in Lakeland, Florida now. I'm in real estate. Um, I am a mother to a wonderful little four-year-old boy who keeps me on my toes all day. Um, and I just turned 30 this year. Woohoo! I just turned 40 this year, so I got you, girl. Um, with your four-year-old, are you, what is he wanting for Christmas? Like, what's the thing? Um, he's all about Spider-Man. Ooh. He's constantly... Every Spider-Man from, you know, the Tobey Maguire one, Andrew Garfield, Aww. Tom Holland, Miles Morales, like all of the Spider-Man, oh, everyone. Okay, so that begs the question, and I don't know that we've discussed this on the Node podcast, who is your Spider-Man? Um, Casey, who's your Spider-Man? Your, My, your preferred Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Okay, down. Ricky, do you have strong feelings about this? Do. Who do you like? You like Andrew Garfield as well? I mean, I like Tom Holland only because I think he actually looks... Tom Holland. (laughs) Tom, Tom, to me, looks like a high schooler. Whereas, like, Toby and some of those guys, it was like, sir, like, get your AARP card. Like, well, you're not... (laughs) You're not a real Spider-Man, but this is good. I feel like maybe in the comments on this podcast, let us know who's your Spider-Man. Like, we just, we want to know. This has nothing to do with our topic no. today, but we just want to know. Okay, and Casey, um, we always want to know this about our guests. Pets in your home. Tell us. Any? Yep. Uh, I have one little uh, black pit and German Shepherd mix. Ooh. So, okay. Um, awesome. We love that. Shout out all the doggies listening. Um, <laughs> so I brought this, I brought Casey in today because Casey here at Access has been leading our Grief Share program. Um, and last week we kind of opened this topic uh, with Sonia about if the holidays weren't merry. Today I wanted to go a little more in depth with that. Some of you are listening today and it's fun. We have all kind of fun Christmas things planned, but some of you are listening today and you're in a new situation this Christmas, maybe really in the throes of grief. What, what is grief share? What is that exactly? Um, grief share is really just, um, it's, it's mainly video segments um, and there's a little bit of group discussion afterwards, but the majority bulk of it is videos that kind of help you walk and direct you in a healthy way of healing and grief. Mm, yeah, I, I think... The grief is ine- inevitable, I oh, yeah. would say, oh, yeah. and, but is there like are maybe, not that there's a wrong way to do grief, but maybe there is a little bit like more unhealthy or healthier ways? Um, I can tell you. So 
from my experience, I did go see a therapist a few times, and she's a very sweet lady, and she gave me, I think, really helpful information. It's very, very basic. Um, but when you're first starting out with grief, I think it's like the perfect thing. She said, you know, two rules, don't hurt yourself, don't hurt others. Wow. And if you can follow that, you just add, you know, add more boundaries to yourself as time goes on, but like keep yeah. it as simple as possible. That's so, so. good. That's so good. Um, I had pre-asked Casey if she was okay talking about this, um, but do you mind just telling the people a brief uh, overview of how you came to become involved in grief? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was uh, married to my husband for three years. And um, in April of 2020, I lost him to suicide. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of my story. From yeah. There. And I just, for those of us listening, I feel like a lot of people are going to be in situations this Christmas for the first time that they didn't anticipate being in. So that first holiday season for you, like what shocked you about how different it would be than you maybe didn't realize? If I'm being honest... I honestly don't remember a lot of yeah. just that first year, oh, I'm but sure. <laughs> everyone says it and it is completely true. The first year is the worst. It's your first mm. um, experience with every holiday, all the birthdays, all the firsts. Yeah, all the firsts. Um, it's hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> like, like literally there's no right and wrong. To um, say I, w- I would say probably like my first Christmas, what I remember um, – I just took it really easy. Um, I wasn't alone. I was with family. Yeah. Um, but I did, like, take time to, if I needed to go off alone, yeah. I would just slip off into a room and then come back when needed and I was ready. Yeah. Um, we have listeners I know from all stages of life, you know, young, old, um, mostly women, but some men that we know listen. Um, is there anything that you think is universal about grief that no matter, like, what your loss, no matter who you are, it kind of touches everybody like the unavoidable parts of grief um the unavoidable parts of grief um just it hurts (laughs) no that i think that's the exact it's gut-wrenching um and and really like feeling like you're crazy the memory Mm. loss um just how trauma affects the brain really and how you don't know you're basic you just go back to like basically a baby you go to like basic functions like you know I need to eat drink sleep I need to do all these things but then you can't focus or maintain Mm. any type of thought process with anything else in those early stages I actually think you nailed it when you said it hurts yeah no that sounds ridiculous but there's something in us that like is like just born in us like avoid pain yeah you know it's like you teach a baby don't touch the stove well, when something bad happens, when grief happens, our body is like, oh, I hate this. I right. don't like this. Yeah. This isn't right. Get out of this. So it's no wonder sometimes that those grieving will look to numb themselves, will look for alternative ways to sort of, and then, you know, we talked about maybe is there right and wrong ways to grieve? No, but also we know that sometimes our body is doing everything but trying to walk through that. Right. Pain. Like there's not right or wrong ways, but there is healthy ways to yeah. grieve. Um, yeah. A good saying is you have to feel to heal. So even though it's, yeah, (laughs) we don't like that, though. No, No, it's hard. And um, everyone should do it at their own time. Mm. But like, you know, going back, watching uh, videos or going through photo albums, that's something that's extremely painful, but something that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think when you said time, like, I think that's huge. I think that 
as humans, we just want to know like, okay, so if I have surgery and I break my leg, it's like for six weeks, you'll be in a cast. It's like, cool. Well, I can get through that because I know there'll be an end to the six weeks. Grief's not like that. No. <laughs> it's and indefinite. That's like what we, want. we want like an end date, don't we? Because our body's going, I hate this. I don't like this. Like, that's why you said as simple as you were laughing about, it, like it hurts, but it's true. I mean, this is, it's unavoidable if you live on this earth and you're going to fall in love and you're going to love anyone even if you love your family even if you never marry even if you love a pet like you're going to grieve um and it's hard so like for you how soon before you even got involved in something like grief shares because do you think it could be too soon for some people to even try to join a class yeah uh yeah definitely because i know like early on um if i'm just being like blunt and honest i mean probably for the first year i was not very much involved in church. I didn't yeah. really want anything to do sure. um, with church. Not that I ever stopped believing or anything yeah. like that, but your world just kind of shatters and your faith shatters and you have to start over and relearn like everything mm. all over again. It's wow. it's a process, but I think it's a choice. Mm. Um, I know for me, probably about six months in, I just woke up one day and I was like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to live this way. Like I don't. I don't want to sleep all day. I don't, mm. um, you know, want to be a depressed mom for my son. Yeah. So it is a choice. You can choose to kind of stay in that really traumatic grieving process, or you can choose to kind of get better in a healthy way yeah. and know that you're still going to be grieving in that process, but there's a healthy way to do it. Yeah. What was it about Grief Share that spoke to you? Like, was it... Um was that something that you immediately liked? Were you kind of hesitant at first? Um, yeah. So actually, I never actually attended a grief share class. Oh, okay. Um, well, I attended um, a class over at Victory Church. They had one called Soul, um, mm. stood for Survivors of Untimely Loss, and it was geared just wow. towards around people uh, that lost to suicide. Mm. Um, that was helpful, but like I, I'm an introvert, so I wasn't really one yeah. to talk out <laughs> in a class and talk about my feelings to people I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so I get it that people maybe not like the class setting. Mm. Um, but doing the class and going through all the videos, it is very helpful. Um, one of the biggest things is there are actually people in the Grief Share videos. They're very real Yeah. Um, in the sense where they also talk about how they go through periods of time where like faith is hard. Yes. They don't want to pray. You're afraid to pray because yeah. you're like afraid of losing something else again. Wow. Um, talking about how lamenting is completely normal and yes. okay and, and, biblical. I, and, and biblical exactly <laughs> and there's a lot of people if you grow up you know certain religions and stuff where they kind of frown upon it and so they mm. think because you're a christian you should be just joyful all or the time okay all yeah the time. you're just okay mm, and that's wow. that's not in it's my not realistic. it's not true it's not realistic <laughs> and I, I don't think it's what god wants for us no. either no I, I think that's beautiful that you said that because the scripture says to everything, there's a season. Right. There's a time to mourn, you know, is one a time to dance, a time to mourn. We all want to be in the time to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants the time to mourn. Um, I remember, uh, and again, this is when I ever mention anything personal, it's in, in not a comparison, but we had a stillborn child um, that, you know, I delivered at six months pregnant. And I just remember I immediately wanted to move past the pain. And then it was like a month later and I went, I haven't cried. Right. And I was like, this can't be good. And I scared myself. And then I don't know, Jason was preaching something one Sunday or something. And I just like broke. And I remember I had a silk shirt on. It was red and it was soaked in tears. And I remember I grabbed my kids. I was like, I have to go home. Like I just hadn't grieved. And like, 
it just like explodes out. It explodes. (laughs) I think we deceive ourselves when we like sort of repress because it'll come out. Oh yeah. And if we don't deal with that, and again, there's not a right and wrong way, but it's like maybe you're a journaler, maybe you're a talker, maybe you need a grief buddy or, you know, whatever. But it's like, it's going to come out and it's hard because like I, the word breakthrough has the word through in it, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How to walk through it. I hate that part. (laughs) What has been a surprising, joyful moment on your grief journey. Has there been one yet? You're really close. I mean, yeah, like I could sit here right now and just tell you like life is good hmm. for the most part. You know, like I Did have. Did you think, was there a time when you thought that when oh, you wouldn't be able to Yeah, I was like, my life is over. It's yeah. done. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing to live for, but that's yeah. not true. Um, and I have a lot of good stuff going on right now. Um, I'm like, building a custom home that Mm. I kind of drew out myself and that's always been a dream of mine Mm. and to get to a point in my life even past grief to where I'm like able to do like a life goal yeah to dream again yeah yeah and to yeah exactly to dream again and to and to have that it's very happy and like joyful moment and it's sad it's sad that it's joyful because it's like Mm. oh I wish he was here and he would see it because he'd also be so excited but at the same time it's yeah and it's a mix of both, and it's here's um, there's something in one of the grief share videos that I absolutely love, and it talks about how you finally get to a point where peace and pain coexist. Peace and pain coexist. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's a just a perfect. I love that definition of grief. I said that to somebody recently. I said I don't think I know how to sit in sadness, and I think it's because life can feel very manic. It's either all up or it's all down. And that's not really realistic, is it? You know, Mm -mm. Jesus said, I came to give you life more abundantly, but what is life? Well, life is good days. Life is bad days. (laughs) Life is you find $10 in the parking lot, but life is you get a bill that you didn't know you had. So if it's, if that's life and he's giving us life more abundantly, (laughs) that just means more of all the things, right? Yeah. And I, I love that you said that. I, I, I think we can't, um, sort of rush past the importance of seasons that somebody who's hearing this right now who may be even more new on their journey or maybe further out but needs to hear uh, that there's hope that there can come a day it's not that I heard about grief that it's not like the grief gets smaller but your world around it you're right exactly yeah I love that you grow around it yeah it's still there and will always be but no I love that um what would you say to somebody who is fresh in their loss like be kind to yourself like mm. you have to give yourself a break wow there's so many people um and people I've met through grief share too that they just don't give themselves a break you know they load themselves up with chores and responsibilities to other people and I think when you're grieving that's I don't want to say selfish but it almost is a season where you need to just yes not have not be yeah you know taking care of other people you need to take care of yourself be kind to yourself I love that that was what you said too because I think somewhere along the way we've vilified that as if you know taking a break is evil and it's like Jesus himself would go away to pray and he would for you know it's like 40 days and 40 nights well you could say he could have been doing miracles in those 40 days he could have been feeding the hungry no he he took care of himself he was Jesus yeah you know he was resting he was taking a break exactly (laughs) I'm like if he needed it how much more you know are we and I think me and Jason have this saying EGR which is just extra grace required and that is like for others I'm gonna need extra grace but like 
for myself. Like I'm not on my game. I don't feel like cooking. I don't want to, you know, whatever it is you're going through in your grief. Like you can't give yourself a timeline and you have to be kind. Was there anything like insanely practical that was a good thing? Like be it eating out or be it, you know, taking a walk. Was there anything for you personally Um, that was like your thing? I mean, it's definitely good to get out and move. Mm. You know, you don't want to be stuck inside all day um, or laying in bed. It definitely lifts your spirits and gets all of those happy, you know, (laughs) serotonin (laughs) serotonin going in your body. Yeah. So that's needed. Um, But yeah, in the early stages, I would say just keep to the basics, like try to be healthy, eat, drink, rest, try to get some exercise. Yeah. Yeah, the basics the, of the, life, The right? basics, just bringing it back down to the basics, yeah. Truly. I, I don't know why we have somehow um, made those things non-spiritual. I actually think they're pretty spiritual, you know? I think that we would need to um, do those things. And what a gift God has given us with sleep and rest to, like, refresh our bodies. And that's often the first thing to go. Yeah, and that's stress. another thing, too, like, um, just kind of taking a step back, even if you feel like maybe you might not feel God in that moment or in that mm. presence, but... I felt the same way. And even looking back at it now, like, I see that he was there. And he's okay, always wow. been there. Yeah. Um, That's huge. It's, yeah. Is there, I mean, I feel like, are you saying, in other words, there's parts of God and your story that you assume he's silent, that when you then look back, he wasn't silent. He was there. He was there. I mean, just, I could see, like, comfort in it. And I, I feel like I had moments of just, like, an overwhelming, like, peace or comfort where you wouldn't have expected it. Hmm. Um, and it was nice. It was always like a push that like got you through. Yeah. No, that's excellent. So just Is there any major don't that you would say to somebody who's freshly grieving? Like, hey, just don't do this. Um, yeah, you shouldn't make any really big decisions. Um, <laughs> that Actually, that's a great, yeah. <laughs> like sell your house or quit your job. Adopt 10 dogs. Things that I did. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You shouldn't do that. Um, yeah. No, but um, um, cut your hair. It's cut your cutting hair. Your hair. Yeah, no, just just, <laughs> just take things slow. Yeah. Um, maybe take a vacation. I wouldn't rush back to work. A lot of people rush back mm. to work because it numbs them and they focuses mm. on something else. But then it it just comes out later on. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, Will you tell people, I don't want to keep you all day, but I want our listeners to have some hope as they're leaving this. They may be listening to this. They may be hurting. They may be in a spot of new grief. Um, There's Grief Share. That's a program that is available in many local churches that Mm -hmm. they can get involved with. Is there any other just like online resources or places you know of that are great and particularly for those who may be grieving this holiday season? Um. Grief Share has Grief Share on their site will have they have multiple links actually specific towards um, if there's if you're going through a divorce they have Grief Share for a divorce right, okay. they have Grief Share for loss of a child okay. yeah they have That's a lot good. of different links they even I think have a special one for the holidays they do they yeah it's um like surviving the holidays or it's, something it's like called, that it's called surviving the holidays and yeah. it's actually a special event um, a few churches in this area had the event going on. Nice. Um, and it's just a one-time event. So even Great. if they wanted to find a church that was hosting it and go to yeah. that just the one time, that would be good too. No, that's great. Um, when I look at you, Casey, I think of strength. And I know sometimes you feel everything but <laughs> that. But let me remind you, friends, feeling things and feeling feelings is not something that makes you weak. No. It's the getting up and doing anyway. You know, I tell my kids all the time, it's okay to be afraid, but do it afraid. 
you know, when we went zip lining, like, right. well, I'm afraid, but do it afraid, you know, and there's great strength. Sometimes people don't realize what great strength it takes to keep going. And just that, what an act of true survivorship and true strength that is. And I see that in you and I'm just proud of you. Oh, so. thank you. You're very <laughs> welcome. Um, we want you guys to always know we're here with more resources. Listen, if you are struggling, please reach out to us. We are on Instagram at Known Ladies. We can get you hooked up with the right places, the right people. We are here. You are not alone. And we want to get you set in the right direction. Casey, thank you for being vulnerable with us, for sharing with us today, and for being a guest on The Known Podcast. You're welcome. Thank you again. <laughs> All right. And friends, we'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode, friends. I know it was a heavier episode, and if you're leaving this podcast asking God some questions, wanting to talk to someone, we are always here to point you in the right direction. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are on Instagram, at KnownLadies. Send us a message. We're here for you. We can point you in the right direction. Know that we're praying for you, that we love you, and that most of all, you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next time, friends.